Yep, it's the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast. Here we go. You kind of caught me on the hop there, Joss. I mean, I was ready. Did you just combine Awamori and whiskey? Not yet. <clears throat> I I might have, I, you know, thanks for immediately throwing me under the bridge here. It's not under the bridge. No. Throwing me uh, under, under the, the bridge bus. is just something the you bus. do to people, but it's not really a term. Right. Under the If you throw me under the bridge, yeah. there's jail time. It's, right. wor- it's worse. Well, under We're the, probably in the mob looking to... <laughs> Yes, I happen to have two different uh, shots in front because of me. Because I thought you just put awamori in your shot no, glass, no, no. but it looks would, very brown. I wouldn't do that. Well, he didn't. He didn't get chocolate in my peanut butter, right? Yeah. Yeah. You get your peanut butter in my chocolate? No. Well, I think it's weird. Okay. To have what? T- two different shots in front of you? Is it? I don't see the other. Do you have another shot glass? Okay. So well, you're double fisting, and then I'm triple fisting if you throw in the Modelo. Isn't awamori <laughs> and whiskey? No. Well, Matt, that is a very good question. A very good question. And I'll tell you how that plays out. Awamori is grain-based, right? But the reason it's not a whiskey is because whiskey has to touch oak to be called whiskey. So if you took awamori and you put it in the barrel and you aged it to the appropriate age, then at that point, when it came out of the barrel, it would qualify as a whiskey because it's grain-based having aged in oak. Which leads me to my next question. Who the hell are you? Uh, I was just walking down the street. I saw a bunch of guys drinking a lot of booze, and it looked like fun, so I stopped in. Great All right, answer. so we, we got a little surprise for you tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, if you are a weekly lava lamper, thank you for coming back. We appreciate you. This is webisode number 49, recorded June 30th in the year 2021. And never fear, the lava lamp is, in fact, burning brightly in the lab as a beacon to all the lost souls in the world. May they find their way home. And what I think is awesome is we found ourselves together tonight, friends of, you You threw out a number earlier, which I thought was exorbitant. 1989, which would be 32 years. Ooh. So friends for 32 years, which, because I feel 26. Oh, yeah. You don't look it. Really? <laughs> no, I wouldn't say you look What's two 26. times 26? 52. Okay, well, that's what little, I feel. A little more like I that. Feel tw- I feel twice my age. That's because <laughs> you're, you're already on the second time around. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gravity. So Matt is one of us. We've had John Zampezi in here, a bunch of friends. Matt was is in our crew that follows us and listens to the show, and we're so glad to finally have him here after 15 months of living under a rock. Now, wait. In a basement. Here, Here's the thing. We're definitely going to get to Matt's paranoia during COVID because I think it's it's appropriate. I think Matt is a great example of kind of like the everyman um, living in a, the urban environment and you know, blah, blah, blah. We, I have a lot to say about it. L.A., of all places, oh, yeah. you know, New York and L.A., I mean, you know, and, and you have the politics of those places, but we're going to get into that. Matt made a comment right now, and first and foremost, at the beginning of every show, we start talking about what we're drinking. Um, we don't have anything specific that we're drinking tonight, so it's another one of those open open room nights um, where anything that we've had on any of the previous shows where we have some of the remnants or half bottles or whatever sitting around in the, bottle, in, in the, in the lab 
is fair game. You can't open a new bottle is the rule. Because yeah. we've definitely had people come in here, oh, what's this yeah. crap? <laughs> oh, shit. That's not the move. That was the Colonel Taylor. <laughs> that was next week's show. Yeah. So I gave kind of free reign tonight I didn't because I didn't, you know, we've all drank together before. We all kind of know <laughs> the nuances of what we like to drink. So I figured there's a lot of good stuff in the room you can have at it. And what did you go for? What did you pour yourself tonight? Something Matt? I've never had before. Okay. The Louis the 13th. Not to be mistaken with the 14th or 15th. Louis the 13th, never had it before, heard all kinds of... It's kind know, of a famous spirit. It is. It is. People talk about it, how expensive it's it is, pricey. how special it is. I've actually been in someone's home that had a bottle of it and completely denied me just the smallest taste You're of like, it. can I try that? They're like, no. No. No, we're not opening that tonight. Well, it, and it was open, and they're like, "No, no, we're not." Wait, so you're doing telling that me that they said we're not opening it tonight? It was already it was open. open. It was a half yeah. bottle. That was a. And they're like, uh, "No, listen, we're not. We're doing not that drinking tonight. that with you." It kind yeah. of felt that way. Yeah. Well, that's mean. Yeah, it kind of did feel that. You're way. wearing jorts. Like, <laughs> we're not wearing drinking <laughs> that with you. <laughs> so Jeremy was so generous as to allow me to try it tonight. So I have it sitting here in front of me. I've smelled it. Uh not really feeling it so far, but maybe it's the taste. Maybe You're that's, whelmed? I'm underwhelmed. Okay. By How's your whelm? <laughs> yeah, what's your whelm level? <clears throat> you know? Whelm? Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm not it, that into it. It smells like something like I stole out of my dad's liquor cabinet when I was a kid and, you know. Maybe was like, overage. Well, yeah. yeah. It know. does. It smells like that wet is... leather. <clears throat> yeah. But I would always love whatever smelled in my dad's liquor cabinet because it was liquor. And it was well, not yeah. something I was supposed to have, so I immediately loved it. Here's the thing about this spirit, cognac, okay? Grape-based, right? It's distilled wine, essentially. And it's distilled um, not a lot of times, to put it in layman's terms, and to not a very high proof, which is what that means, right? Because uh, in the old world... Your distillation in a pot still, every time up and over the condenser was a single distillation and uh, still had the capacity to do one distillation per run, right? So we've talked about in the past, back in the day when you would see in a cartoon or in uh, an old movie, something depicted that had a bunch of X's on the front of it was always moonshine or that was alcohol in like a cartoon. Every X was a distillation. So if it had one X on it, that was a single distillation, two X's, double distillation. Because a lot of these guys that were making the stuff, these moonshiners, they didn't write. They were... Um, Illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they were. Exactly. So... So what, they didn't have the patience to distill it more? Or no, no, no. Have... Firstly, what my point is, they didn't know how to write, this has been distilled three 17 times, times yeah. so they just Please. put three X's on the front of it. Um... And so, and every time you distill it, it goes to a higher proof, is my point. You, you, the first time through a pot still, generally, you're going to get to like 85 proof. You're, it's you're, it's going to be extremely run. hard to get any higher than 85 proof on a single run on a pot still. You put that low wine, is what it's called at that point when it comes out, back in the still, and you're going to get a high wine. You, you keep distilling that, you're, you you get, so for instance, vodka, as we've talked about in the past, has to come out of the still at 190 proof. 
and vodka is always talking about how many times it's been distilled. This has been distilled 99 times because that's what it takes to get to that high proof. It doesn't take 99, but my point is, you can, the, it, 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 at some point, distillation is like you're just running alcohol through it, right? You can't, there's a, there's a molecular bond that happens where you can't get 100% alcohol. There's going to be a little bit of water so you can get to a certain level and that's it. My, my, going all the way back to the fact that you're drinking the Louis, cognac is generally a single distillation. So that's, it's a low proof. I don't know exactly what the Louis at, but I guarantee you it's somewhere in the 80s. So back to my question is what they were too lazy. They didn't have the time. No, they, no, no. Because, why didn't they distill it more? Because the more you distill it, the more it's just pure alcohol. These guys are proud of the grapes that they're making it out of. So they want you to taste the grape. They want you to taste that funk. In whiskey, um, in any of the whiskeys that we're talking about, in a single malt, you don't distill it a, a, a hundred times because you want to taste the single malt. In bourbon, you don't distill it a hundred times. Generally, bourbon is distilled three times because there's the stripping run, there's two stripping runs that you can bind and then do a spirit run. And I'm what that basically means is you do a, a hot and fast run on your still to take the alcohol off just you know quick. quick without making very distinct cuts. And we've talked about cuts in the past. The heads, the hearts, and the tails. A stripping run, you're really going for pretty much all the alcohol. You're not really concerned Volume. about making those cuts. And then you take another fermenter, dump it in your still, do another stripping run. Now you have two stripping runs, and you combine those, and you put that back into your still, combine those two, and then do a low and slow spirit run where you're really smelling every single drop that's coming out and being like, okay, I think I'm at a point where I'm really liking the product. I'm going to cut Everything else I'm going to throw away, now I'm in the hearts, and this is what I'm going to keep and make my spirit. And then when that starts to kind of thin out and starts to get kind of watery and starts to smell a little bit like wet dog, so you make that cut and cut the tails off, and then all you're keeping are those hearts, and that's what you're... That's. I think wet dog would be a good name for a, a spirit. So... To your question, Matt, the reason that they don't distill it a bunch is because they want to preserve some of that flavor of what the source product was, in which in this case is grapes. But as we know, drinking wine and old wine and stuff, I mean, that stuff can get really, really funky. Yeah, this kind of smells funky. Um, and a lot of that funk is ha in the barrel, you know, in, in the aging process. It, you know, it... it to the connoisseur, those flavors are what you like. You know the the yeah. um, the noble rot is what it's what it's the term is that noble rot. Yeah, and it's the taste. It's it's the taste of of decaying. Yeah, grapes. It's, it's decomposition. Yeah. That's the taste. Yeah, it's mm. the flavor of decomposition. Yeah. So you know, yeah. I mean, I can understand. <clears throat> well, it's very dark, by the way. I just want to point out that, like, I'm a bourbon drinker, and bourbons are definitely more amber than this. There, this is a darker amber than than a bourbon, um, and that probably has something to do with the distillation as well, right? The more it's distilled, the lighter in color. No, no, because everything comes out of the still clear. Dang, I knew yeah. that. A hundred percent of the color comes uh, from the from the. Barrel. I'm a listener too. I should really know all this stuff. And I would, I, I would, don't know it. 
I would. You've been here every I, week. I, no, I don't care. Heard him go on from I've, minutes I've and hours. No, I'm yeah. completely lost. He doesn't. <laughs> I He's want, that dumb. I want you to taste it. <laughs> so if it's made from grapes, though, do the skin of the grapes add to the color or no? No, nope, it all. came out of the still clear. Okay. If they had just, that's if it was the thing. like wine. That's one of the reasons that Louis is so expensive is because you're paying for age. Right. Let's find out. How will you do it, Ryan? Yeah. What's the difference between this and grappa? Because grappa is also made from grapes. Grappa is not aged in oak barrels. Ah. It's clear. True. Right? Let's remember that 100% of the color in any brown spirit, unless it's had color added, which you don't want to be drinking anyway. No. 100% of the color in brown spirits comes from the barrel. Shall I try it? Yes. So all of Louis the uh, 13th um, is a blend of... Uh, from up to 1,200 vines, and it is somewhere between 40 and 100 years old. There you go. Well, wow. that's why it's so dark in color. Okay. It's aged in oak barrels um, that, are, that, are, that are also, it doesn't say, it just says oak barrels. No, 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 wait, wait I'm, but my, okay. none of the bourbon we're drinking is 100 years old. What's no. the oldest bourbon that you've like drank? Like 25? Yeah. But here's the thing, there's a threshold, and I think you're experiencing that right now. At some point... It's too old. It's too oaky. And the oak starts to deteriorate and decompose, and you start to taste that. They're also used oak barrels, and some of them are, are over 100 years yeah, old. Yeah, I mean, and that's what you're tasting, and that's what you're finding off-putting, yeah. is you're tasting the decomposition of the already. I guarantee you, that's why I was saying it's a blend, so I guarantee you some of those used barrels are bourbon barrels because the entire industry loves bourbon barrels because we only use them once. Um, probably some sherry barrels. So, yeah, give it a Let's shot. Let's try it. I mean... Delicious, right? No. Does it taste more like Lewis? <laughs> <laughs> Lewis the 13th. <laughs> give know, me some Flatbush <laughs> Avenue, right? It's not for me. It's not for me. I've seen this man drink 18 Keystone Lights and love it. Keystone Light Ice, by the way. The, the, the $500 an ounce Louis is not his move. He doesn't like it. I got another one for us to try. Will you hand me a glass, please? I got something else I'd like us to try. It's just, you know, it's like bitter and strong. I, I also don't like grappa, by the way. I find grappa yeah. very off-putting, and it kind of reminds me of that in a way. Ooh. Wait, that's a, that was a good pour. Let me. Wow, Ooh. I always thought that was a sound effect. Nope, no. Yeah, I always thought that was something you, you guys like edited that? in later or something like. No, that. now oh. you know. Yeah, that's really the pour, baby. Wow. We do all our own stunts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one was harmed during the. Yeah. Uh, all right. Of this show. Um, another glass. Let's share no, with the class what we have here, ladies and gentlemen, is a Buffalo Trace. So you're already Ooh. drinking Buffalo Trace. This is the same stills that the Pappy Van Winkle is coming off of. Buffalo Trace Bourbon Cream. Bourbon Cream has a long American history. It is our Bailey's, right? Mm. It is literally bourbon and cream. So that's all I have to say about it. Let's try what, it. Like true dairy cream or like like creamer? Oh, and I know you to be slightly dairy intolerant. <laughs> I am. I was just so wondering. you don't have to go super deep into it. 
Yeah. But I do, I would like you to try it, and it's it's a cool product. It's and it's it's a very, very, very old American tradition to make a bourbon cream. It's delicious. Yeah, it's delicious. So that's a win. Yeah. That's a total win. That's right? a home run. So this is to... American Bailey's, right? And that's I mean that's that's it. That's what it is. Bailey's How come this isn't more well known in well, I've I'm never all, heard because all of our grandparents are dead, right? Because because right. of your exact reaction when I first brought it out, yeah, I thought it was and gonna be lame. bourbon cream, and that's like, is this for girls? And uh, I mean, sure, you oh. know, would a girl like this? Uh, sure, would I like this in my coffee? One hundred percent. Do I want it over ice cream? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's fantastic, and I would way rather drink this than Bailey's because Bailey's is made with Irish whiskey, which I don't like. I don't like Irish whiskey. I love bourbon. So if I'm going for a, a whiskey cream, why would I not drink a bourbon cream? And I feel like so many people, if they're going for a whiskey cream, they go for Bailey's. My message to you tonight, ladies and gentlemen, is maybe try bourbon cream instead of Bailey's next time you're mixing a, a white Russian. Never seen it in the no, store. No, what do you what oh. do you use Bailey's in? You know, over a little ice with some milk before you go to bed. You don't Irish need the milk coffee. in it. No, it's no, already got the cream. Ba- Bailey's and coffee or an Irish coffee. Yeah, that's what it's for. It wouldn't be an Irish American coffee. I don't, I don't know. Well, you had American coffee. So anyway, the the stills that produce Pappy Van Winkle and cream is is it actual dairy or is yes. it like like coffee made? Nope, it is. No, so I don't think they put coffee. Well, made how it. does it not go bad? Because there's so much liquor in it. Ah. Mm-hmm. Now, if you... Uh, there's a percentage. What's the shot you do with Bailey's where it will curdle? I read this uh, whole Irish article Arbonne. about do mm. you need to refrigerate bourbon cream? And they're like, no. The whole reason it was invented was as a preservation method. Or, yeah. I mean, nowadays you could just use ultra-high pasteurized cream. And it doesn't even need to be refrigerated. Handmade After and opened? Yeah. You can open it and not refrigerate it? Yeah. It's fine. Handmade in small batches using award-winning Buffalo Trace bourbon, rich cream. Well, I've I've tried uh, five liquors tonight so far. We're 15 minutes in. I feel like I'm at a wedding. I've got like four different right. drinks in front of <laughs> right. me. Where's the Cabernet? Where's the champagne? <laughs> so while we're trying weird shit... Usually we have a buddy. I'm sure as a listener to the show, you've heard uh, Coach Baseball from time to time. I'm I'm not going to drink ranch soda or whatever that shit was. It wasn't that that bad. It wasn't good. good. It wasn't good. Tonight, our own friend Ryan Hatch has brought us a little something he'd like us to try on the show. Great. Was that beef jerky? No, it's beef jerky made out of alligator. Alligator jerky? It's alligator jerky. Okay, I bet it's going to be good. Really? I'm Sounds think, fishy. I bet you it's fishy. Have you ever, have you ever had like, like fried alligator? Just like just fried shrimp? It's like really I can tell you, as a man of the world, you know, I've never had alligator. I've really? Ne- one of the Honestly, things, I've never? eaten Hemsbuck butthole. We had that episode. My brother yeah. was on the show. We we shared it together. I thought it was calamari. <laughs> same. Nope. Same. Turd uh, cutter. It wasn't calamari. No, no. It looked it had the same oh, yeah. circle. It, and then you put your mouth and you stick your 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 tongue through it and it would grab. I like how he oh, closed his alive. eyes while he was <laughs> doing that. It, it, um, so alligator jerky. Where did you come by the alligator jerky, Ryan? Um so uh, I got together with some friends from Florida and they handed it off to me. I will tell you it looks fishy. 
It's kind of kind of like I don't think it's gonna be fishy though. I think it's more. I'm gonna like rip into it. Chicken. Okay, well, let me give it. It's, it's Dale's Wild West. How west is it if it's from Florida? Western Florida. <laughs> Western Florida. Seems weird. God. You know, we the have gul- alligators out west. The Gulf Coast. Right, Panhandle. Have, yeah. Panhandle. Have that. We have... Uh, I've had alligator before. I had it fried in New Orleans, and it was chewy. It was, I liked it. I, I had alligator, a fried alligator at a barbecue restaurant in, in Manhattan, and there was a Creole, some orange... Marm, uh, rumelade dip, and it was absolutely delicious. Hmm. Was it from the? If sewer it was there? orange rumelade, it could have been marmalade. Well, it wasn't marmalade. Marmalade is you you put on toast. Well, that's marmalade bis- biscuit. It's marmalade. Well, it's just two ways to pronounce it. Well, tomato, tomato. <laughs> you having a real hard? No, time I got it. I don't know open. if you guys witnessed that Ryan Hatch pulled out like a seven-inch blade and whipped this thing open. <laughs> Excuse me thing. while I whip this out. Who are you, Crocodile Dundee? Today, oh, mate. Boy. Not a blade. Matt, a Matt looks like he's one shot from me. Okay, I will tell you, it 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 it, it smells a little gamey. Mm. Okay. I have a piece. Pass it around. Dale's. <laughs> what is that? Uh, it is Dale's alligator jerky. Bro, by the way, Dale... <laughs> Good luck, buddy. With that, I love the name Dale. Yeah, Dale. Yeah. It's smoky. Yeah, let's honest. We don't need a whole bunch. Yeah, Ryan just split it in half and gave me half. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. I don't need a whole going, piece of alligator. Right, let's start with the half piece. Chewy. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's much more tender than yeah I would have thought. You know what? No, let's not do the thing where we all just chew into the microphone. It tastes like beef jerky. Yeah. But there's not a difference. If you told me, if you didn't tell me it was alligator, I wouldn't know. I would know. I would think it was turkey jerky. I was just gonna say the same thing. Tastes like turkey jerky. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't eat that shit. Yeah. Who oh, eats turkey tur- jerky? Yeah. It's like, are you getting me salmon jerky? No, it no. does look like a dried tadpole. Yeah. Can I have that? Now that, on the other hand, is delicious. I'm not really. Uh... Versed in the whole ways of uh, Awamore. So you do like it. I like it. Because the first time I shared it with you, you were a little kind of poo-poo on it. This one has a lot more flavor. I thought the first time it was just kind of like, yeah, that's just like strong, you know, uh, sake. That was really all it tasted like to me. It's like kind of stronger sake, which whatever. I like sake, you know. it's There's nothing wrong with it. But, but here's the difference. Sake. Oh, sorry. Sake. Is... Fermented is is it's wine. I know it's not the same thing at all. It's wine. Yeah. Whereas this is a distilled product, so this is distilled sake. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry to bounce around. Uh, going back to the alligator jerky. Not only does it say West, it says Dale's Wild West <laughs> alligator yeah. jerky. What Wild West is in Florida? I think that's the name of his uh, exotic animal park. Yeah. But here's the thing. Uh, how Do West... you know that with an alligator, you cannot tell the sex of an al- You know how you tell the sex of an alligator? After it eats you? No, no, no. Do you guys know? Stick your finger in its butthole. You do. You have to yeah. stick your finger in its butthole to figure out, to feel for the gonads to find out whether or not it's a male or female. They don't have any sort of exterior I don't want to phallus hanging off, right? Can you imagine? It kind of throws off your rudder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You got a phallus hanging out while you're trying to skim through the river bottom. Plus, you don't want that thing skipping off the rocky bottom. Wow. It's irritating. Yeah. 
<laughs> thinks dudes are going after you. You're in a fight. You got that thing hanging off. You don't want that. So it's up inside. So in order to find out whether an alligator or a crocodile is a boy or a girl, you can't just flip it over and look for its wang. Yeah. You got to stick your finger in its butthole and feel for the gonads. I feel like that would be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not easy to find out. I got You really got to want to well, know. But the, you have to find a dead one. No, no, no. You might want to find a live one. I feel like it's, just, it's like the Jeremy Webisode's nature show. We yeah. learned a lot about uh, syphilitic um, pandas. pandas. No, no, that's not at all what it was. And here's to the Koalas. point. To my next thing. We got a little message from Coach Feedback. <laughs> Coach Feedback. Mr. Feedback. We got a little message from Mr. Feedback. Yeah. And we, we missed a little something last week on the show. We were talking about um, koala bears with the clap. Yeah. Okay? Which they have. Yeah. We just call no, it No, 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 it's bear. not. That's, that, that, and that's where we got it wrong. Koala bears have chlamydia. Okay. Okay? But the chlamydia, clap yeah. is gonorrhea. Ah. Okay. So we so we, we got it wrong. We had the wrong clap. Yeah. So just so you're, you stay informed out there, ladies and gentlemen, koala bears do not have the clap. They have chlamydia. <laughs> may I? Which may doesn't I, make them any less little nasty motherfucker. No, they're still dirty. Yeah. dirty let's, let's play a quick game of trivia. Do we know who the uh, deadliest crocodile is? And it's not a variant. It actually has a name. Bill. Gustav. Yeah, I know who Gustav. They made a whole movie about him, dude. Mm-hmm. May, rumored to have killed as many as 300 people. He's on the Amazon, right? Burundi. He's African. That's a crocodile. Oh. Did you crocodile. say that? That's a crocodile. Yeah. Well, crocodile and alligator are the same. It's just like different. Mm. It's not. It's, it's not. just we no, don't it's like have oh, crocodiles. It's like different countries. Some call it right, crocodile, right. some call it alligator. Well, really? No. Yeah. They look the same. Are you really trying to get this feedback guy, you know? A crocodile and alligator are the same. I I hate when people say they're different. That's like saying a parrot and a pigeon are the same. That's not the same. Well, they're not, clearly. They look the same. Well, yeah. I mean, that's like. A crocodile and an alligator look the same. No, that's like saying a Chinese person and a Korean person are exactly the same. (laughs) A dolphin has teeth and so does a shark. They're not the same. No, but if you put a picture, I bet you anything. I show you two pictures of a one crocodile, one alligator. You couldn't distinguish. Let's do twin. it. Yeah, I could do it. I, it's like I can tell the difference between a camel and a dromedary. I mean, who knows that one? One has one hump, one has two, bruh. What is a dromedary? A dromedary is a camel with one hump. How come you can't eat crocodile? How, how come everyone eats alligator? Well, because we're in the United States and we don't have crocodile. You can eat crocodile. I've eaten it. I've never eaten alligator before. Alligator before. You can't import crocodile. I just took another bite. <laughs> I, I took three it wasn't bites. Bad. I think it's good. All right, we're doing. <coughs> Are you going to do the, the the taste test? I'm doing the crocodile versus alligator test. Right if now. we can tell by the picture which is a crocodile and which is an alligator, but I have to figure it out where you guys can see it without knowing. Like I have to like be a little stealth here. Crocodile versus alligator. I'll alligator versus crocodile. Like, is that like uh, Godzilla versus Mothra? Is, is this like a challenge? Why yeah, no, just... is the Awamori always gone? I assume you know where to get more of that. Okay. Hello, guy. Here we go. Matt, you first. I'm saying crocodile. 
That's clearly a crocodile, Joss. Are you kidding me? Uh, there, I know there's there's some like unique features on them. That, Ryan, I don't know. There, there's it. It had a rounder snout, which is to me says alligator. Crocodiles have a more thin. There's something oldest. about the tail that's the most. Yeah, their nostrils thing. are up. Are yeah. Like Can I see the picture again? No. Okay. <laughs> no. No, I've moved on because I have got to get to the next one. I'm just going straight from the bottle at this point, you guys. What? No one else gets any more of this Awamori. There's no crocodiles in America. No. no. I can't wrap my no, head I'm, around I'm sure there. I'm sure someone has one as in a private zoo, but naturally, no. There's no crocodiles in America. But What about South America? Central, also Amer- Central America has... No, Central America has crocodiles. Okay. What's a scarier animal? The crocodile. crocodile. Oh, the crocodile, clearly. Yeah. I think larger uh, yeah the bite more, force more of a crocodile is one of the most intense bite forces on the planet <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know that I just did do the thing that I called you on on earlier where I mixed awamori and bourbon cream yeah, just did it it wasn't Gross. good it wasn't good you guys awamori is one of those things it's such a strong flavor it really you gotta mix it with other strong well, flavors. Matt just did it you know what? I'm kind of liking the combination. I had them back to back. The Aomori overpowers it for sure. No, no, no. This is the bourbon cream and the Louis Thirteen. Oh yeah, that oh. would be that would go it's well. delicious. Yeah, that's nice. Could you imagine Matt Rada at like a restaurant so mixing it's a little thirteen hundred dollar drink? Yeah, right there. Be <laughs> no, no, it's thirteen hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah. So let's talk about Joss and how. No, many no, we're not. It. No, we're not doing that. Seriously, I have. Some... I've got a. Uh, by the way, I came prepared tonight. I have a list. Of things that I hate about Joss. Okay, let's go. All right. Um, no, why are we doing that? We're not doing that. We're he not came prepared. That. He's scared of everything. Right. Yeah. Why were you scared of Uber tonight, Joss? No, I'm not scared of Uber. Uber's, uh, right now, they it's like triple the price. No one wants to drive, and they cancel on you all the time. I Uber all the time. That's not even funny. I, I that's. You we asked you to Uber here tonight. Ago. You said, I will not No, Uber. I... I We've had back-to-back experiences of trying to Uber to go to a restaurant, and they've canceled on us. And and the one time, we got an XL because we had, like, three couples going to sushi. And the guy's like, no, it's four people max. It's like, well, we literally said we have six people. Oh, sorry. And they just left. Bye. Uh, their business model right now is the worst. And and they're tr- they're charging, like, tr- literally triple the amount. I, I talked to a guy in Denver. He was my Uber driver. He said he's making $10,000 a month driving 80 hours a week because there's no Ubers. Because nobody wants to Uber right now, you mean? Not wants to drive be a driver? Uber. Yeah. Well, get, I'll tell you, as a guy that's getting ready to try to staff a restaurant and a That play, sounds a, great a, news. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. The hospitality industry, industries in general, are, it's <laughs> difficult to find people that want to work. The reality is, no, exactly. You beat me too much. Nobody wants to work again. They will. Once those uh, will. checks run out, they'll start working. It'll again. all start. I, that's what I think. Once the checks start to dry out and your mom doesn't want to do your laundry anymore and shit. But what, what a testament. Start paying rent again. What a testament like, to the human condition, right? Like, if you don't have to work, you're not going to work. But am I afraid of everything? Yes. Absolutely. Because everything is frightening. No. <laughs> everything is scary. I, I like, I, listen. Except for COVID, apparently. I don't know. That's a weird thing. Well, scared of everything but a deadly virus. 
But you well, have We can always <laughs> wait. Wow. Segue, way way to, to change the yeah. Way <laughs> to basically take the heat, baby. Talk, we were talking about going under the bus earlier. Yeah. Like you just stepped in <laughs> front of the bus for Joss. I'm. I have no shame of anything that I. Uh, no, I think that it, as we kind of opened the show, and I knew we were going to get back to this topic. Um, COVID, it's been a, a to- something that we've, you know, every single show during this last year, at some point, we've touched on it because it's always the elephant in the room, right? We've all been experiencing COVID um, on whatever level, whatever that means, you I know? Mean, we did a number of shows with masks and separated around the room. Oh, yeah. I highly doubt that. Of course. How do you think we got away with the first six months of the show? High proof alcohol. <laughs> uh, but, you know, <laughs> Matt lives in downtown L.A. So not do you time. have a mask on right now? That was weird. I like, blinked. I looked up. Matt already had a mask on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so Matt went. So you just have that on you? Like quick, quick, quick draw mask? Well, you kind of have to have one when you're like staying in hotels and no, flying on planes. No, you don't. No, you don't. Not if you're vaccinated. You know, what's the point of getting a vaccination? I keep it in my back pocket. I've been traveling for the last month. I've been traveling. I've been in Denver, Texas, Nashville. And yeah, you kind of have to have a mask on. That, that's a good thing. I would like to know as a guy who hasn't been out of my state in a, quite a long time, what is the general kind of consensus? Where have you been recently? You went, I know you were in Nashville. So what's it like in Nashville right now? COVID's over. Okay. Where else? I Denver. Don't, it What's might it have like always in... been over then. I don't, uh, there. I don't know. Well, we had John Cavendish on the show, and he kind of indicated that there was a definite kind of line in the sand. There were those people that were – it was always – it never happened for those people. And then – but a lot of the professional musicians and the entertainers in the town were very conscious of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. because, because they knew if they got a bad rap that they weren't going along with it. Uh, right. They were well, gonna, and the exactly. labels – the gonna labels have culture, to, They were going to have to apologize. For sure. No, the labels probably dictated a lot of that. For whatever reason, it it was very political everywhere, right? Yeah. The whole thing has was overly politicized and caused, you know, v- polarization in a way that I'd never seen anything else do um other than the Trump, Trump. presidency, but they kind of went hand in hand, you know, because they were kind of happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to seen COVID ha- happen under somebody else's uh, and they would have fucked up just the same. Yeah, it would have been very interesting. See, but it was interesting. The whole thing. So, how about in Denver? Uh, uh, so, I left Los Angeles on, let's say it was June twelfth or something like that. Get to Denver. They had already pulled their mask rules. As soon as I landed in Denver, I went to Houston, uh, Dallas, Nashville. Those places had been done with it for a long time. And uh, yeah, as soon as I got there. Mask off, you know, just not even a thought of it. Here's my personal philosophy, whether you want to leave this in or not. My personal philosophy is I did everything they told me to do for a year. I got my vaccine. I'm done. It, whatever now, what else happens wants, when they tell you to get the booster? I'll probably get it. See? Okay, yeah. good. That's that answer. Yeah. When you landed back in L.A., it was a little more masky here. Did they put you in full quarantine up against the wall, cavity check? Like, I how think, deep did they go? I think there was a sign saying that I should have gotten tested. There's and maybe... an app you should have logged on Probably. to. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Pre-register. I didn't do any of that. No. Now, did they go knuckle, wrist, or elbow? None of that? Never never spoke to a person. Never okay. filled out a form. Nothing Knuckle? Like... No. Wrist. Yes. Yeah. Elbow. Elbow. Yeah. 
No. None of that? None of it. Okay. So Wait, what are you not flying first class? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's funny, right? So we got a pretty fun weekend coming up. Fourth of July. Can't wait. You guys got any plans? Nope. Well, I don't I don't like No, why do you guys you got I mean Josh isn't hanging out. Fourth of July traditions. Fireworks. You mean like as an American or for us per, uh, specifically? In the United States, ones that you can think of that, you know, that come Smoke to mind, right? Meat. Fireworks being one of Fireworks, them. Fireworks, hot dogs. Smoke some meat. Right? Hot dogs are definitely one. Um, Flags. Yeah. Uh, blacked out drunk. Yeah, okay. that's definitely in there. <laughs> right? That's, definitely that's in, there. in the top. Wake yeah. up with a shiner that's red, white, and blue. Oh. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the list of the top 20 American. Well, like let's, see many, American. let's see how many we can get. Roasting corn. No, it's hot dogs is definitely top twenty. So Funny much is hot dogs in the top twenty that the number one most American tradition is not only eating hot dogs but also Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Right. Oh, yeah, oh, Fourth of no, July. That's Here we go. Uh, uh, beer pong, backyard uh, barbecues, uh, uh, house a, party, a potato salad. Which I think kind of goes. I don't think there's a distinct one that says. Potato salad, red, white, and blue clothing. Of course, yeah. Um, and now it's it's a newer tradition, but it's cornhole. Young the... adults, quote unquote, cornhole get cornholed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lobster races. Hmm. Never uh, heard in of Maine. It. Number fifteen. This tradition may not be as widespread as fireworks. Or barbecue. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> but it is baffling enough to have gained a reputation for seriously confusing outsiders. The lobster races at MDI YMCA. There's MDI Maryland, you gotta assume. I mean but M- the hardest part is, you know, with with all the Bar Harbor, Maine. Yeah, there we it go. had to be Maine. No, it's not Bar Harbor. Did, it's Bahaba. Bahaba. Yeah, so the lobster races at the YMCA in Bahaba. See, the hardest thing is like I've been I've been working with my lobster now for a couple of months, <laughs> and um, but you know I, I ordered him a new set of shoes. It's not a pair. It's a right. set because there's like eight it's of them. It's eight of them. And um, and they're still stuck on a freighter just sitting outside of Los Angeles. I've been right. juicing mine. What's his name? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Snappy. What's his name? And when I say juicing him, I mean squeezing him for his essence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> God, what I wouldn't do for some drawn butter. Yeah. Um, so those are the big ones. <laughs> Any more obscure ones? Um, Putting him on the spot on live radio. It's not live. <laughs> American cheese on anything and everything. <sighs> A standard topping Americans will toss on their burger during Independence Day celebration is that beloved square of American cheese. And now I'm going to tell the story about the time I went to, like, Ruth's Chris with Joss McGinty, and he got a filet and ordered American cheese on the top of the thing. You've got to be. I was, me. like, 19 years old when I did that's We no, took him to, no like, excuse. a nice. He's a rube. I think it was with his parents. Too. Yeah, no, no. My parents and I, like, after, like, the play one night, it was, like, you know. Why are you doing this Closing night of the I play. Did, I did I did do it. You know, we'd but, have flowers flung on the stage at our feet for our Oh, we weren't even 19. Men are in tuxedos. Uh, women are in gowns. No, no yeah. this is this is. And my parents are, like, we're going to take Joss McGinty to a nice steak dinner. And I'm, like, cool. Sounds good. Let's do it. 
Ruth's Chris, like Morton's. It was what I think, <laughs> I think it was. It was, Morton's. it was Morton's. One of those. Yeah. Order the thing, you know, because everything's a la carte. You order all the sides, blah, blah, blah. Comes around and Josh, and, and they had the cart. Oh, what, so yeah. it was, that is Morton's, right? Yeah. Had the cart, and Josh is like, you know, points at the filet. He's like, I like that. Can I get like, American cheese? Or what kind of cheese? Do you have, no, I, no, I don't think I asked what kind of cheese. It was American cheese. Excuse me, my yeah. good man. Well, that's even worse. What and kinds of get, cheese and or yeah. Momo's plastic do you have can to I melt a, over that? Can I get that? American cheese on that? Do you have like? Kraft? And the guy looked at it. Do you have like Kraft? Not like. Can I get that Oscar style yeah. or like with a like hollandaise? Velveeta. Yeah. Can I get that with an American cheese? He just like can you American cheese. Like he's Sir, ordering a burger. Did he? Sir, did, he would, did he whisper? Was he like trying to be low pro about it, or do you think psst, he was doing something? I think he thought he was ordering a burger. Psst, my man. He was like, yeah, throw some cheese on. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey. What? Do you think you can uh, unwrap a slice of American cheese up. for that? Yeah. yeah. Hey, you got a single slice? Yeah, hey, wrap for wait. Brother. Did I ask for like lettuce and tomato? It was and, weird. Like, My dad's looking at me. I'm giving him the don't worry about it. He's retarded. When I yeah, was he's Irish. Uh, when I they, remember those uh, Omaha steak packages you used to get, or like those Omaha. steaks you used to get in the mail, like Omaha steaks, right? Yeah. That was the big one. I used to put when I was in. Junior high and high school, he's put cheese on it, and then I, oh. Jeremy was nice enough and his family to take me out to like a five hundred dollar. So he thought he was that's how you, you know, that's how you just do it. So, sir, you'd like the petite fillet? Uh, would you like that medium rare? Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, no, I'd like it well done with yeah, American well, well cheese. Done. I want an end cut of the. That's what mignon. it was. He wanted it well done with American cheese. <laughs> no, um, sir, we offer uh, some sautéed mushrooms. Uh, some. Uh, Do you have a scallop potato? Onions. <laughs> a oh, scallop potato. A. Uh, the hell is that? A uh, can great I... red wine reduction. Uh, I'd like the American cheese. I'd like the Jello salad for dessert. <laughs> yeah, tater tots. Why don't you have tater? Like complaining about it? No tater tots. Can I have a scallopa? Tater. I'm so glad you're doing this to me on the show. Uh, yes, I, that happened one time, and I was never invited to a web dinner again. How about the time your parents took me out to dinner, Matt? Oh, you mean when you got the uh, Usubuko? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that went well. Well, you know, it turns out that getting the, the marrow out of the bone, the best way to do it is not to blow it onto your plate so it splashes up onto your buddy's suit. <laughs> I had just gone back from some big trip where, like, they'd... You know, cut the bone out of a spring day buck. old spring buck or whatever. Blown the bone marrow out of it onto the thing. And pre and I was like trying to impress Matt's family. I was, and we finished the Osobuco and this big hunk of marrow in the middle of the bone. I'm like, what you guys got to do is you take it and you blow on it. And I blew and it just shot out of the bone, ricocheted off the table all over Matt's It was graduation <laughs> night. We had just graduated from we had just graduated from high school. Yeah. It was grad night. No, really? it was it was like the, the what's the yeah. uh, the church. Yeah, thing it was the chapel night. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. The uh, mass. The mass, yeah. But yeah, what was it baccalaureate. called? Baccalaureate. Yeah, baccalaureate. baccalaureate. All over my tie. Yeah. My my Jerry Garcia tie, by the way. Yeah. Which His I was parents really were oh, very unimpressed with my ability. It didn't go over well. So no. Let me show you how to extract the marrow from your the bone there, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Right off the plate. 
directly just on my top. check, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, 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 Chris like, was stoked. The waiter's like, anyone want dessert? Ed's like, no. I mean, his mom was looking for every reason to hate Get, me at that oh, point anyway, man. Jeremy was a very bad, bad influence on I me. I wasn't a bad influence on anybody. Were you under the alkafluence of alcohol? I was not a bad influence. I was a good kid that occasionally did some bad things. We were good people that did, did bad things. things. And Matt smoked about. cigs. Okay, so Matt I blamed was, it. Every time I came home and I smelled like anything, I was like, it was Matt. So I think we were all kind of in a little bit of blaming each other. It was, oh. all, it was passing the dice. Yeah, it's, there's, it's the what only way it? to go. It was passing the buck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I smell like alcohol. Oh, I was over at Bannigan's uh, house. Yeah, yeah. His parents. Everybody drink had a their lot. thing. You could blame on him. Matt was the sig guy. No, I was with Ken. We went to Fezzy Wigs, yeah. and they smoke in Fezzy there. Wigs. Yeah. I haven't heard that name in so long. Hey, uh, Matt. See how this isn't a sound effect? That was not a sound effect. No. We do number. our own stunts. Yeah, we yeah. actually do our own stunts on the show. I've seen Matt throw up. I mean, that's just every time. By the way, quick update. The Louis the Thirteenth and the uh, bourbon cream coagulate curdle. Yeah, I mean just a curdled mess. Imagine what's doing in your stomach. Ooh. Well, let me tell you something. This has been a lot of fun, and I have really enjoyed having Matt Rada back with us. Not only on the show, but back in our company, in society, in yeah. society. Right, he was gone. He kind of dipped out there for a bit. For you a know, bit. The truth of the matter is, is I had a awesome fucking covid it was the best man uh, i was in I, you 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 told me once you had 19 days in a row in that apartment it's true at the beginning i was really freaked out but as it turns out i was in san Inez. i was in big bear i was i was i was living a really really awesome life so don't feel bad for me Josh. he was tripping by the way joss thinks a great pandemic is just getting drunk with his neighbors i experienced some really wonderful things that i don't None know if this. i'll ever experience alone. again not alone not alone at all well, well, I well think... all i wanted to say with that i'm not no negativity we did i just missed you i, I missed mean, you too you know you're the best man at my fucking wedding. Like, going a year without seeing you is a big deal. It's, it's big nice deal. to have you back. I came and had some beers on your porch. You did. We did. We did yeah. have a few Yeah, beers. but you made Josh stay inside. Yeah. No, Matt also peed in the bushes versus coming in and using our restroom. Well, well no, he didn't do that. No, well, I would have. Uh, this was fun. <laughs> I would like to do this again if I'm welcome back. Um... So we've got to say goodbye. All the nice things I'm going to say to you, Matt, are probably going to be in post tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Everything nice he's going to say about you is going to is be it tomorrow. true that you had nipple reduction surgery as a child? Yes. Really? Yeah, they were huge. Wow. Let's wait, talk second. about that. What do you that's, mean they were huge? Wait, that's a real thing for real? Oh yeah. I did. I swear to God, I didn't when you know say that. a child, like at what age? Uh, like thirteen. That's not a child. And so what? You just like you were like you were over it or did the was it they were so big they were dangerous or why did you have <laughs> Jesus. lethal weapons? I don't think it was like really my decision, but yeah, I had Whose decision was it? I was very unhappy with the size of it. I had giant protruding nipples. So it's not that your areolas were big. You didn't have huge pepperonis or salamis, if no. you will. You had very, very long nipples. They were just Big. It was just like you know, like a tube of toothpaste coming out of. So chunky. They were girthy and long. Big. Yeah. Wow. You said yeah. big, just 
pencil eraser nipples. 32 years, never heard this story till this very second. So what, really what they did is they just kind of like removed some length. Yeah, I mean it was Or just, some width. No, no, It was no just width. a little length. They just kind of chopped off a couple, an inch or two of... Yeah. That's basically okay. it. Okay. Just took the, you know... The tip off. Just took the tip off. So Can it you... wasn't an areola reduction. It no. was truly a nipple shortening. Yes. Can you still milk? No, I don't... <laughs> I don't think that's... <laughs> I, I don't understand how you can do that. That must He had a really nipple shortening. Did it, wasn't uh, a, did it, it, it was just uh, fatty a brisk, tissue. A brisk. That just it was a brisk. Nipple brisk. nipple brisk. No, he had a nipple brisk. Yeah. All right. Do you still have the ends that they removed? No. What'd you do with those? Burnt ends? You didn't freeze them? I don't know where those go. I'd have those in a little jar somewhere. I'd always remember them. It was just like fat, you know? It was just like fat leaking out through my nipples. It was like boob fat that just leaked out through my nipples. Oh, my God. Leaky boob fat. All right. Let's end on that, guys. Really been fun. Love you tons. Wait, I have so... Leaky boob fat. And that's going to do it. Thanks, as always, for being here. I can't tell you how much we appreciate your listenership. Please share us with a friend, a family member, a cohort at work, somebody you randomly just approach on the street. Let them know that you're a fan of the Jeremy Webisodes podcast and you recommend it. We would really appreciate that. We always love getting new listeners. That being said, have a great 4th of July weekend. No matter what you do, be safe and have fun And we'll see you right here next week on the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast.